Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Money Talk. I'm Neil Chrysell and Diane Duver and I are your hosts every week right here on AM1290, FM96.9, and streaming at AM1290KZSB.com. We're repeated at 11 and on Saturdays at 6. We're brought to you by American Riviera Bank, smart banking for smart people in Santa Barbara, at Figueroa and Anacapa Streets, and in Montecito's Upper Village. And Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm in Santa Barbara, providing its clients with the personal care and attention of a small independent firm, coupled with the vast resources of a major financial institution. Hi, Neil. How are you today? Well, um, thank you for asking. I had a very nice lunch, and uh, it turns out you and I uh, were sitting next to our guests by coincidence. I know. How fun was that? So I have the pleasure of introducing Pam Tenace, who is the co-founder of WorkZones, along with her husband. But her husband is too wimpy to actually come on air, so he always sends Pam. Hi, Pam. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having, thanks for taking the time to be with us today. Again, you were with us in 2021, right after the uh, pandemic uh, shutdown, and we can't wait to hear about what is new and happening at Work Zones now. But before that, Neil, do you have some articles for us? I do, and I have one from today's Wall Street Journal, and it's entitled Public Displays of Financial Planning. Uh, this article, incidentally, is not a joke. It's for real, apparently. Uh, and it begins by saying, making a public declaration to rein in spending helps tighten uh, uh, your uh, spending. Uh, proponents say the idea is supported by behavioral economics, which um, is a uh, way of saying using Uh, personal finance as an excuse to back out of plans with friends can help save face. And what it basically is saying is you should tell your friends and anyone that would listen that you are going to be much more careful about your spending. Now, this sounds like it's sort of common sense, maybe, and a little bit off off the wall, but uh, here's the interesting thing. A Nobel Prize winner, Robert Schiller, uh, who everyone knows um, is one of the most important economists uh, from Yale, uh, says that this, which they call loud budgeting, has the potential to reduce consumption expenditures, but it hasn't hit consumption yet. However, it's worth doing some research into. Uh, nearly 30% of Americans sur- surveyed say they wanted a financial advisor to help them budget up from 21% last year. So people are interested in techniques to rein in their spending. And this one, uh, which again, according to Schiller and others, may have some legs and may be backed up by behavioral studies, says if you talk about it, it may in fact help you rein in your spending. Well, and I think it also, what it does is if you announce it to your friends, then they're not... um... They're not saying, hey, let's go to a spa and get massages. They might say, let's go to the quickie mani-pedi spot and you spend a lot less money. Um, Very true. Um, And also it makes it possible that you'll feel embarrassed to back down on what you said you would do. Uh, The next article, and we've talked about Jason Swag from the Intelligent Investor column in the New York, in the uh, Washington, in the Wall Street Journal, and we haven't talked about him for nine months, and I uh, haven't brought him up because he has no articles. 
And in this Sunday's Wall Street Journal, he wrote, uh, I just pulled a Rip Van Winkle. Uh, I am back from my uh, leave of writing a book for the last nine months. That's why we haven't heard from him. And it, 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 the article is about what he learned on his, uh, on his sabbatical. He said that uh, it was like waking up uh, after a sleep for 20 years and I returned to a transformed and hauntingly familiar. The best part about coming back uh, was the how silly so many of my forecasts were about what was going to happen over the next nine months. And he goes through about just about everything he was wrong about. And he said it gave him some perspective as to his ability or anyone's ability to predict. And he said the idea that you know, this is going to uh, make sense because I've thought about it just doesn't hold water. And uh, again, this is one of the, you know, arguments that he's used and we've used about, you know, being a rather passive investor and, 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 and you know, whether it's index funds or some other way of uh, investing in the long term and not trying to pick highs and lows. Well, I'm glad Jason's back. We'll have a lot more interesting articles ahead of us. I'm excited about that. Yeah. The next article is from the Wall Street Journal, also, and it, it the 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 article is entitled "The SEC Wants More SPAC Disclosures." SPACs are special purpose acquisition corps. We've talked a lot about them over the last couple of years, and what a SPAC uh, has been able to do is bring p companies public without any of the scrutiny that uh, public companies have to go through, uh, like filing a registration statement and not having forward-looking statements, and the. SEC has decided to make a SPAC the same as a regular offering and is going to require them to make uh, disclosures and to be restricted from saying certain things during the offering. And the article is full of people pushing back, saying this is crazy, it's going to hurt um, small companies from going public. But the thing that I think is the most uh, important argument for this is that of the 401 SPACs that closed since 2021, only 27 have seen their share prices rise. And so the SPAC boom, yes, permitted people to uh, go public and take money from the public, but it really hasn't panned out. And part of the reason probably is that they have not had the same scrutiny as the normal company does. Well, and I also think that, you know, we need to keep in mind what the role of the SEC is, is it it's really to protect the investors. And SPACs were really the wild, wild west where they would go out as a shell company and then acquire some company after the fact that would have never, that really had no business in going public oftentimes. And so when you look at that, I, I think it's a great move on the SEC's part to really wield in that, um, really the unknown, because when you look at the percentage of people that have made money on SPACs, it's very rarely the investors that bought it in the open market. Very true. The next article is entitled Love and Deceit. Work from home era spawns pillow talk insider trading. And um, again, wow, this, this is not feels a joke. like a romance novel, Neil, not well, an article. But what they what what this article talks about is the number of insider trading cases that was spawned by girlfriends and boyfriends or husband and wives staying home all day and just talking 
whether it was pillow talk or coffee talk about what they were doing. And one of the spouses then took that information and traded on it. And so rather than blame dishonesty, they're blaming oh the propensity to be dishonest. They're blaming the fact that they were forced to stay alone, uh, home alone, and they couldn't shut up. <laughs> Which how does I think, this article end? Is that just how it ends? I, I feel like there's more to that. Well, story. you know, it goes through all the people that got caught. But I mean, it, it just goes to show you that you should live alone if you're going to be an investor. Don't you agree? Well, you know, I, I doubt those people are going to be going uh, to jail like the most famous insider trading, Martha Stewart. So um, this next article talks about some of the uh, beliefs of uh, performance of men versus women in the stock market. And, and the first is that the general view that women are more likely to be spendthrifts. Uh, and a lending tree analysis of federal data found that single men outspent single women 41,000 to 38,000 per year on average. The findings are based on BLS statistics. So first of all, the first myth turned out to be a myth. The second is women are bad at salary negotiations. And um, the uh, Bureau of Statistics showed that the medium earnings uh, of, uh, of women were 83% below men. However, 60% uh, of all workers settled for the first offer. And those that did ask for higher wages, men were basically the same as women. As women. And so the idea that women are not good at negotiating uh, is also not true. Uh, the next myth is that women are not as good investors as men. And uh, an analysis found of the 5 million Fidelity investment accounts from 2011 to 2040, that women outperformed their male counterparts Counter, uh, counterparts by 40 basis points. Um, and uh, so um, the idea that, you know, men are better than women, at least in investing, turns out not to be true. Does that surprise you, Diane? No, actually, it doesn't, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and FM 96.9, and we'll be right back. It's a fact. Successful wealth management is built on strategies that focus on the big picture, take a long-term view, and establish deep and valued relationships. Hello, I'm Diane Duva, founding partner at Arlington Financial Advisors, Santa Barbara's trusted family guide, empowering you to make more informed and confident decisions. At Arlington Financial Advisors, we bring order and balance to your financial life by monitoring and managing risk so you can focus on your work, family, and enjoying the moment. We are a fully independent firm offering strategic financial planning, estate and tax planning, and private money management. Our plans and portfolios are handcrafted using a rigorous and disciplined approach, supported by a consistent yet highly personalized client experience. Our clients look to Arlington Financial Advisors as a home away from home, a comfortable place to protect what they've accomplished while they prepare for what comes next. Please visit ArlingtonFinancialAdvisors.com or call me, Diane Duva, at 805-699-7300. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview, 
didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm founded on providing thoughtful, objective, and comprehensive financial guidance for families and entities who are seeking long-term financial confidence. And we can be reached at 805-692-5102. Or you could email us at moneytalk1290 at gmail.com. So if you're just joining us, we have the pleasure of having the co- one of the co-founders of WorkZones, Pam Denise, with us today. Pam, congratulations. I hear that you are celebrating your 10th anniversary of WorkZones. What a wonderful milestone. Thank you. Yes, we're really excited to have been in this community for that long. So tell us, let's go back to the inception story and tell us how you came up with work zones and how it's evolved over the last 10 years. Sure. So we, um, my husband and I, we are business partners with work zones along with a couple of our friends. And we all were working from home doing our own different kinds of businesses and talking about how we needed professional places to work from time to time, in particular when we were meeting with clients and we wanted to be someplace more professional than a coffee shop. We certainly didn't want clients coming to our houses, as well as there was certain kind of distractions from working off of a dining room table at home. And so we kind of looked I around. Eat children. And, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And so we looked around and saw that there was an opportunity to bring co-working to Santa Barbara. There really wasn't that concept for everyone. There had kind of been some incubator spaces throughout the time, but that was really aimed at startups and especially in tech. And so we wanted to have a place that anybody who was in business could come and and work around like-minded professionals. And so we embarked on a journey to find a place and we landed here at Paseo Nuevo Mall. Well, I have to say it was very cutting edge given that it was pre-pandemic and where the world has come in the last 10 years has probably been night and day. So share with us a little bit about the evolution. Are you still true to your original business plan or have you been able to um, change it and make it more dynamic and you know more relevant to today? Or has the original idea always actually been what it is now? You know, I think what's interesting is the original idea has come full circle in terms of what we envisioned back then is 100% what happens today. The biggest difference is there's so many more people who are working in a remote or hybrid fashion than back when we started. So I think we were just at the beginning of, of what work was going to end up being like for a vast majority of knowledge workers. And so what we had always envisioned was a place that you could come and work, whether it be for just a couple hours or the whole day, have your meetings. And 
when we first started work zones, we had about 5,000 square feet. And we knew that the Social Security Administration was going to be leaving. And we had the right of first refusal to take that space. It took them a couple of years longer to leave than we had thought. And so once they were able to leave, we were able to then add a whole suite of private offices and team rooms and go from 5,000 square feet to 15. So that that was a big change in our footprint, as well as everything that we would be able to offer. And timing wasn't perfect because we finished that um, whole construction project right around April 2020. <laughs> Yeah, that, so, that, so when the world does, came crashing down. Yes, exactly. How, how does um, your business plan uh, compare to WeWork? You know, WeWork is was the biggest of 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 um, uh, shared space, uh, and you know they just went bankrupt. Uh, now the, I, I understand they were all over the place renting, you know, hundreds of thousands of square feet, but. But what are the substantive differences between you and and WeWork? I think the biggest difference is, well, well, two. One is where in the market they were. They were in big cities, LA, New York, London, San Francisco. And we are here in Santa Barbara, which is a little bit different kind of a place. And they had massive buildings and numbers of floors of buildings. And so they might rent out an entire floor to a whole company. And that really wasn't the business model that we were in. Not to say that we don't have businesses that are here, but we have a lot of solopreneurs and remote workers. I think we have a better uh, mix of people, demographics in our space than a WeWork might have had. So with a space as large as yours, you know, 15,000 square feet in Santa Barbara is a lot of, of office space. How many clients can you serve at one time? You know, it really varies based on how people are utilizing the space. So we've got about 35 private offices, and those can be whether it's a day office or a long-term agreement, and everyone's needs are different at different times of their business life. So we have that as well as we have a variety of different meeting rooms and different sizes of meeting rooms. And one of the things that we started seeing definitely in the second half of 2023 was this resurgence of people wanting to meet in person and the numbers of people who I think had realized that their Zoom meetings were just not quite as productive as they wanted them to be, seeing a real need to come meet in person. And so the back half of 23 and then the start here of 24, we have much larger groups of people coming in to utilize the space, some from in town and then many coming from out of town. Now, would you say your primary customer is an individual that works from home, like you originally thought, or businesses that just gave up their space through, you know, the the pandemic and now need have a need to have their teams meet in person from time to time? I would say we definitely lean towards those individual or remote workers when we first started. And while that's a huge core part of our business, the other part of the companies coming in who need space to meet in person, maybe they gave up their office or they have a much more uh, remote workforce coming in from all over. That is a part that has really changed now compared to when we first opened. Right. I know even in, in my business space of registered investment advisors, there are some firms out there that are 
fully remote. And consequently, they often quarterly, they rent spaces such as yours to get the team together or, and or meet with clients from, from time to time. So do you see that being a trend that's going to stick or do you think the pendulum is going to swing as it did before where, you know, when you first started work zones, it was, it was a, a fewer, um, fewer clients to pull from for you, or do you think it will meet someplace in the middle? I think for the next couple of years, you're going to see a lot more businesses continue to need a place to meet in person. And it's going to take, I think, a long time before they do that analysis as to, do we really truly need a long-term lease office space? Or can we kind of continue to be in this hybrid mode? Because a lot of employees love being able to work remote. Or well, and it saves hybrid. the you know, bottom line is it saves the company money by oh, not for, paying for rent sure. and utilities and snacks and you know, you name it, uh, it all eventually adds up. And so if companies can continue to have their employees, you know, really carry that cost by working from home the cost to rent work zones is really, you know, negligible in their overall bottom line. Exactly. And I, and I think, I think that is going to continue um, because people, uh, I think there's been lots of mandates out there. (laughs) They love cost cutting and employees love to be able to have that flexibility to figure out where they want to work. Absolutely. So now in terms of your space. So you have large spaces. What's the largest or what's the most amount of in one meeting of people can you host? It of course depends on the layout of the room. So for example, if it's a classroom style, we can get between 40 and 60 people in some of our private spaces. If it's more of a theater style, we can go 75 to 100 people. If it's a mixer, again, we can be in that 75 to 100 people uh, ballpark. So it, it just it just depends. You're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and FM 96.9, and we'll be right back. American Riviera Bank is actually really good offering the loan to small businesses. The customer service that Renee gave, it was amazing. She actually gave us step by step. She helped me with every single step on the paperwork. She was great. We found a great bank, and now we have a great coffee shop. You can bank on American Riviera. We do. American Riviera Bank. Bank on better. The Nature Track Foundation fosters a lifelong fascination with nature by taking school kids on outdoor field trips. Here's Holly Klein. Nature Track takes children out of the schoolroom and they put them onto the trails or beaches with docents who have a love of the I outdoors and more, also like, expertise in different things in the outdoors. Here. And mm-hmm. for and half a day, those kids are learning about nature, not just nature, but about conservation and about preservation of what it is that we have. And some of these kids, they never had to try to make their way across a stream. They've never turned over rocks and looked at the worms and the bugs and the things that are underneath it. 
And this is, by the way, free of cost. It doesn't cost the school anything. It doesn't cost the parents anything, not even transportation. NatureTrack takes care of everything. To learn more about the NatureTrack Foundation, to volunteer or to make a donation, go to naturetrack.org. That's naturetrack.org. Or call 805-866-2047. They said if I got drunk, if I did coke, I'd be one of the guys. They said meth would help me get through my exams. They said synthetic drugs would give me a safe high. They said sniffing glue was no big deal. Totally safe. I could party all night. It would help me forget my problems. He said he'd love me forever if I smoked crack with him. They said I wouldn't get hooked after the first hit. They said weed wouldn't lead to harder drugs. They lied. They lied. They lied. He lied. Find out the truth. The truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by American Riviera Bank, making your life easier with cutting-edge technology, mobile deposits, free use of every ATM machine in the country, and a level of service other banks can only dream about. And we can be reached at a new number, 805-692-5102, or you could email us at moneytalk1290 at gmail.com. So Pam, let's talk for a moment about what's new going on at work zones. And I can't help but to ask because I'm looking at your lovely background. So share with us what's happening. Ah, thank you for noticing that. Yeah, we are super excited that we are launching our studio podcast room. And we just completed it. It's taken us about two years to to go from idea to execution here. And we're really, really excited. We've partnered with Hype Cats. And so between us providing the space and Hype Cats providing equipment and technical expertise, we have a brand new room where people can do podcasts, whether it just be the audio version or a video version. There's enough space that you can interview people in the room. We have the equipment for post-production and everything like that. So we're really excited to see who all in the community takes advantage of this. So let's talk a minute about, let's say I wanted to host my podcast through you. What does that look like and what types of packages or options are there? Yeah, so we're going to use this room and these services just like all of our other products where there's a monthly membership that you can utilize if you know that you want to come in, say, and do four shows during the month. And we also have packages. So you can buy packages of four, eight, 12, and come in and, and use the room to do those shows. So, and then we've got, of course, drop-in if someone just wants to come do it one time. Perfect. And so um, now would it require membership in order to use the room? How does no. that work? No, it doesn't require membership to use the room, but people who are members will have a discounted rate to use the room or discounted services to use the room. Um, same thing if you're doing a package, it's a little less expensive than coming in and just paying a one-time fee. Um, and so what if, now what are, do the packages include, um, you know, production services like an engineer, like our engineer or, or something to that effect? So it, it's, it can, um, it can be added on if someone wants to have those kinds of engineering expertise or 
if you're comfortable doing it yourself, you can just come use the room and the equipment and, and get your show done. And then you can produce it on your own. Fabulous. So um, I see that we have a caller. Nancy, um, are you with us? Thanks for calling in. Nancy, are you there? Oh, we're not hearing Nancy. A minute. Let's, can you hear me oh. now? Hi, Nancy. Yes. Thanks so much for calling in. Hi, Diane. My office is in Ventura, and I work with a company out of Slow, so we meet together. And I wanted to ask your guest, uh, is it Pam Tanassi? Yes, it is. Pam? Okay. Yes, hi. The question I have... Hi, 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 Pam. My question is, what kind of businesses are coming into work zones who need meeting space? Thank you for asking that. Um, you know, we have all sorts of different kinds of businesses that have been utilizing our space in the last couple months in particular. So sometimes it could be a nonprofit who wants to do their monthly board meetings other times, it's a company who is coming here to Santa Barbara to do their off-site because it's a great place to come visit and get some work done. So it's kind of a two-for-one, do a little vacation and get your meeting done. So we're seeing some of those kinds of companies. And then we're even seeing local companies, um, kind of as you mentioned, Diane, who have chosen to give up their traditional office lease and people are working from home, but they still find that they need time to come and meet in person. And so they're utilizing our space as well. It's really uh, one of the fun ones that happened last week um, was City of, of Paso Robles. They were here and they were entertaining uh, a group of people from Bulgaria because they're trying to become the next Silicon Valley. And they were, oh. yeah, yeah. And no, and so no, it's, it was so that they could try to get this uh, foreign investment to come in to kind of jumpstart some more economic development plans that they have. And so they were using our space for a couple of days. And it was it was just super fun to see that kind of creativity and business happening right here in our space. You know, some of the negatives of being uh, out of the office is you don't have the same chemistry and connectivity you have with people of different backgrounds and different businesses that you have uh, when you work at a big office. Um, is there communication between your customers. So, you know, somebody in one business will be having a cup of coffee and they'll start talking and maybe exchanging ideas. Is is, is one of the advantages of your space is that it provides a, a platform for people who ordinarily would be isolated to be able to be uh, in a place where there's some uh, stimulus besides the, their own people? Oh, certainly. That happens quite often. And what I find most interesting is that it's either myself, the other owners, or our staff that are helping facilitate those conversations because people are often um, sharing with us, here's what's happening with my business, here's what I need to grow, here's the challenges I'm having. And then we're able to help connect them with others in the space to go, oh, I think you need to talk to so-and-so. Let me make sure I introduce you to them so that you guys can collaborate on this together or bounce, e bounce ideas off of each other. So it's it's really, really fun 
that's a really fun part. Wow, that must do. be super rewarding for you to be the connector of many of your members to other like-minded individuals that can help them solve their problems. You know, that that's one thing, you know, leadership can be lonely. And that's a great way to to draw on the vast resources that our Santa Barbara community really does have. Yeah, and 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 I I love that part of what we do. And to that end, we have a couple different organizations that utilize our space, like SCORE, all the mentors from SCORE, they use our space to do client meetings and to do different um, webinars and things like that to connect business owners with, you know, mentors who can help them grow their business. And so we just have, Santa Barbara, I think, is a small enough town that it's somewhat easy to get to know everybody. But when you're first starting out or you have a special problem, it's always nice to be able to say to someone, hey, who do I go to to help me with this versus just Googling it yourself and trying to go just based off the internet? Absolutely. And so, you know, with the new uh, development plans that have been released um, regarding Paseo Nuevo, you know, basically knocking it down and turning it into um, apartments for, for the much needed housing crisis that our community faces. What would, where would that leave you? And do you think that that would be a positive for the downtown business corridor or um, would it, would it not be? Oh, I think housing down, more housing downtown is a huge, huge win for all of the businesses downtown, including our own. And I think that the more people who have places to live downtown and in the given and, and how people work today, where they're often working remote, having this other place to go and work would be fantastic. And so I really see it as a partnership. It might feel scary for a little bit as to know where exactly we would be within their project. But I think our concept plays nicely with what they would want to do to have housing. And kind of across the network or nation, I would say, when it comes to commercial real estate, a lot of building owners recognize that having a concept like ours makes their building more desirable for tenants to come in. And so we've seen this now for quite some time. And I think the Paseo would know that as well, that our concept is is excellent if there's more people living down here. Absolutely, because you know, one of the one of the pushes of the city is trying to get people to, you know, use cars less. And if there were a space where people could go to and work, if when if and when people needed to, that would be a huge win-win, I think, for for everybody. Yeah. You're listening We're to actually- money, you're listening to Money Talk on AM twelve ninety and FM ninety-six point nine, and we'll be right back. It's a fact. Successful wealth management is built on strategies that focus on the big picture, take a long-term view, and establish deep and valued relationships. Hello, I'm Diane Duva, founding partner at Arlington Financial Advisors, Santa Barbara's trusted family guide, empowering you to make more informed and confident decisions. At Arlington Financial Advisors, we bring order and balance to your financial life by monitoring and managing risk so you can focus on your work, family, and enjoying the moment. We are a fully independent firm offering strategic financial planning, estate and tax planning, and private money management. Our plans and portfolios are handcrafted using a rigorous and disciplined approach, supported by a consistent yet highly personalized client experience. Our clients look to Arlington Financial Advisors as a home away from home, a comfortable place to protect what they've accomplished while they prepare for what comes next. 
please visit ArlingtonFinancialAdvisors.com or call me, Diane Duva, at 805-699-7300. The organization known as Standing Together to End Sexual Assault empowers people through healing and social change to eliminate all forms of sexual violence. Here's Elsa Granados. Well, our organization provides services to survivors of sexual assault. We have counseling available, we have support groups, we have self-defense classes, any number of services that are available to someone who has been assaulted. We are most known, I think, for our hotline, our 24-hour hotline, 805-564-3696. And that's available 24-7, no matter if it's a holiday, 3 o'clock in the morning, no matter when it is, we're there and available. We have trained counselors ready to respond. To learn more about standing together to end sexual assault, go to sbstesa.org. And that 24-hour hotline number is 805-564-3696. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm founded on providing thoughtful, objective, and comprehensive financial guidance for families and entities who are seeking long-term financial confidence. And we can be reached at 805-692-5102. That is a new number for us, 805-692-5102. Or you could email us at moneytalk twelve ninety at gmail.com. So, you know, work zones, you have a lot of exciting news coming right now. I just heard that you have something called the 805 co-working collective. Can you share with us what that is and how you envision it working? Sure. We are super excited to be part of the 805 co-working collective. And last, um, last fall, when I was looking around at our sister co-working spaces and recognizing that we have an opportunity to collaborate together as owners, as well as to collaborate together. So members within any of our co-working places know that they have a trusted place to go when they are traveling along the 101 freeway. And so I know this kind of firsthand because I, I do a lot of traveling And my go-to if I'm on the road is either my car or the local Starbucks. And I don't like to work for my car or Starbucks when I'm here in town. I don't really want to have to do it when I'm traveling either. And so knowing that there's other places that I can go is really important to me. And so I reached out and talked to some people in Ventura and in Camarillo and in Westlake, and everyone was so quick to say yes and say, yes, we definitely want to be part of this collective. So our members know that when they are traveling, they have a place that they can go and work for just a little bit of time when they're on the road. And we're just super, super excited to be launching this program. So, wow, it looks like you have, you know, yourselves in Santa Barbara, and then there's a location, uh, Coastal Coworking in Ventura, Collab District in Camarillo, and Hub 101 in Westlake Village. So pretty much gets you get you down south and uh, gives everyone a place to work. And, you know, one thing that I noticed as I was reading your um, your press release on, on this new collaboration is the fact that you all have secure Wi-Fi, which in today's day and age is really an important highlight 
as many of us are working and when you work just on the hotel network or you know Starbucks free network you don't have that secure line and as cybersecurity is becoming more and more um vicious if you will and more and more a problem for many small and large businesses you know i do think that that's a huge um benefit to your members yeah yeah no that's that is super important as well as even just the reliability of your network being up i can't tell you how many people come in for a day because their internet is down at their house and often it's planned but um i mean there's one example i can think of where it was a planned internet outage and the young man had a really important zoom interview and so he came and used our space got the job you know super happy with this new promotion that he got working and it would have been really difficult for him to have that kind of professional interview at a Starbucks or something like that. And like you said, in the security part of it's really important too. You don't want people kind of hacking in on that stuff. Absolutely. And so now how does this collaborative work? Is it, if I'm a member in one of the member collab of the collaboration, can I go in as myself or could I bring in a group for something like a regional business where maybe the headquarters are in Santa Barbara? Could you have a Westlake meeting, what does that look like? And how 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 are the fees um, negotiated? Right, right. So members from one of the locations can go to the others and get a discounted rate um, on any of the products that they need, whether it be, you know, a day pass or a meeting. Each location is going to have different amenities that they offer. But, um, but we want everyone to think of these other locations is kind of like their home away from home where they're going to be treated, you know, really well and kind of roll out the red carpet, if you will, as we welcome new people into each of the spaces. So that, that was part of, part of the idea. And now are you looking to expand the collaboration with somebody up North, like in San Luis Obispo or, or. Yes. Yeah, definitely. This is the idea is to get started and then to keep expanding and to find those owners or operators, if you will, that align with what we're trying to do up and down the coast. So that again, the, the network becomes just that much bigger and better. Let me, let me put my investment banker hat on. Uh, it sounds like there's an opportunity here for some uh, consolidation. That was our original plan when we first started Work Zones was to to franchise and have locations up and down the coast and across the country network wide. Um, and we just got a little bit sideways during COVID. So this was our next best attempt at it. So yes, I think you are right in line with what we were thinking along the way that if we all get connected, it would be um, a great play for someone to come in. Look at you, Neil, you still have your investment banker legs. Who knew all those years ago? Yeah, but I have no clients now, so I can just kind of daydream. <laughs> well, we all, we all need something. <laughs> So, you know, I know, Pam, that that you and Kirk are so generous that you host us in our ProVisors networking group um, at, at Work Zones, and you're you're generous in, in how you host. And I know that you help the community in lots of lots of other ways. Can you share with us what how Work Zones is so um, incorporated into the fabric of our community? 
Sure. One thing that I thought was important as a local business person was to give back as much as we can. Sometimes it's in the form of space and sometimes it's in the form of time and effort and commitment. So I serve on the NABO, National Association of Women Business Owner, the Santa Barbara chapter. I'm on their board. I'm their advocacy chair. And I am serving on the Santa Barbara Human Resource Association board. And I am now one of their co-chairs. And I just also got elected to be on the chamber board, which um, I'll start that next next month. So that has been a big part of my focus through COVID is to really get to know every resource in town that I can so that I can be a connector to the people who are either in our space or just are just the business community in general. So that's been important to us. We also give our space to AWC, which is American Women in Communication. They host their monthly events here. We are giving our space to Ventec, which is used to be the MIT Forum, but it's now Ventec. So they will be hosting their board meetings here. Like I said, SCORE utilizes our space. The chamber utilizes our space. I feel good that there's so many people in the business community who are trying to uplift everyone who come and and use our space. It's like their little home away from home as well. And um, again, it's a small community and we just want to be part of of helping everyone grow. Absolutely. And, you know, I think there can't be enough said about that, the piece that you do for your clients where you are that connector, because that's oftentimes what's what's missing when you're new to town or what's missing when you have a new idea of where you, where can you turn for good advice? And, you know, being that you are playing that role and now not only just in Santa Barbara, but you'll have that opportunity to play that role up and down the coast. I think that that's really a huge benefit to your members. So so thank you. go, go, uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say thank you. That It's something that we've been working on with a lot of intention and commitment to serving that we want to know as many people as we can to help others. So um, I, it was fun to be an investment banker again. So let me try one more idea. Um, what about having um, events uh, where you bring in someone from some industry just to talk about their industry? And you would attract people who are interested in that industry um, and at the same time, open up the space for people to see what it's like. So you could have someone from the restaurant industry talking about restaurants, someone from tech talking about tech, someone. And so you, you it would become you know, almost like the, the Westmont breakfast, but you'd bring people into the space and they could get to see it. Yeah, no, I love that idea. And we plan on doing even more and more of that. Again, we got a little sideways during COVID when no one wanted to meet in person. But as we've, you know, we're finally on that other side of it, that's something that we're really looking forward to doing. So like tomorrow evening, we're hosting an event with Visit Santa Barbara. So they're going to be in our space tomorrow night. And then on Wednesday night, downtown organization and the city to talk about the CBID downtown, they're in our space on Thursday, we've got um, Sarah Caputo, who's an expert in organization 
and effective working. She and I are putting together a program in the morning so people can learn a little bit how to be super productive and then get to work on a project for an hour and get that one thing checked off their list. So, uh, and then later in February, we're working with Juliana Ramirez to do some stuff on bookkeeping and getting your stuff ready for tax season. So there's a lot of people we're trying to partner with to come in who have expertise just for that reason. Uh, it gives people opportunity to learn something, obviously see our space, but we see this again as a resource for the community. Now, okay, are, so, those, are those so sessions you, free of charge or is there a nominal fee to, to It depends on each one, but the ones that I just mentioned, I believe are all free of charge. You're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and FM 96.9. And believe it or not, we'll be right back with our final segment. One hundred two years ago this month, the 18th Amendment went into effect launching what we recall as the controversial Prohibition Era. The unintended consequences were vast flouting of the law by the public and a boost to organized crime. Prohibition was repealed in December 1933. In the no longer dry United States, there are over 1,000 distilleries and 4,300 breweries with combined annual sales of $44 billion per year. Profile America is a public service of the U.S. Census Bureau. American Riviera Bank is actually really good offering the loan to small businesses. The customer service that Renee gave, it was amazing. She actually gave us step by step. She helped me with every single step on the paperwork. She was great. We found a great bank and now we have a great coffee shop. You can bank on American Riviera. We do. American Riviera Bank. Bank on better. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was gonna do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. Just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by American Riviera Bank, making your life easier with cutting-edge technology, mobile deposits, free use of every ATM machine in the country, and a level of service other banks can only dream about. And, you know, if you're just joining us, we have Pam Tanasi with us, who is the co-founder of WorkZones. This is really a big year for WorkZones, having it be their 10th anniversary in business. You know, weathering the pandemic is, is a huge accomplishment in, its, in and of itself for, for your type of business. Adding in the new studio room where you can offer podcasting and editing services as well as this new 805 co-working collective. You know, those are three huge milestones that are all coming together for this commemorative year. 
I can't help but to ask, what else are you doing? Because I know that can't be all knowing you, Pam. There's got to be more going on at work zones, which is shocking, <laughs> but probably true. So share with us anything that we have we've forgotten to mention or anything you want to highlight in any of those three great milestones that you've re- reached so far this year. Yeah, thank you. You know, I think one thing that we at Work Zones were really proud about is in order for these new services and these new relationships to happen, it's the outreach that we have been doing and finding new partners to work with. And so when I think about this studio room, I feel there's a whole new group of people who would not have been in our space who now are going to get an opportunity to come see everything that we do as well as use this space. And I also think with this studio room, there's a lot of people, obviously you guys are really comfortable being on the air and you're doing a show, you know, on a, on a regular basis, but for many people, this is something brand new. And so we, we are going to host some workshops of how do you get started? How do you create a podcast? Cause I think there's a lot of people in town who have heard about it. They know what it is, but they don't know even how to get started or what they should do. And they feel uncomfortable doing that. So we're going to be hosting workshops to get people excited about being on the air. And that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to. And then I think the other thing that we're really looking forward to is any partnerships that we can create with other people that brings expertise or brings something out to everyone in the business community as they try to get better and better, better at what they do. And so we're just, you know, we're looking for those people like this, this uh, collaborative I'm going to do with Sarah Caputo. I'm super excited about it because she's someone who I've known for a long time and have wanted to work with. And I'm like, aha, there's times where I'm super distracted at home and I'm doing my easy to do list because I feel like I'm productive, but I didn't get to the really important work that moves the needle forward. And like, that's one of the things we're going to be focusing on. Well, you know, Pam, I just want to say thank you so much for being here with us. And well, thank you. That's it. And we will see you all next week at Money Talk. Uh-huh.